You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and a healer. I am so excited for you to listen to today's episode. We're taking a little break from the artist's way, and we are going to be talking to Natalie Wallstein of Soulshine Astrology. She also has her podcast called The Cosmic Calling. I had a great conversation with her about how we can look at our birth chart and decode our own cosmic calling by looking at different points on our charts. We used my chart as an example, which was really exciting for me because it really affirmed some of the direction I've taken in my own career and my calling. We also talked about how Astrology can bring us closer together with the people that we love and people that we work with. Natalie's book, Find Your Cosmic Calling, a guide to discovering your life's work with astrology, is available for pre-order now, and it will be coming out in January of 2022. I think it's going to be so exciting to be able to go through the book and, as she describes it, go through a bit of a pick your own adventure and be able to go and decode your own birth chart and then share it with others. So if you haven't already pre-ordered, you can go to soulshineastrology.com slash book to find more information. I also just wanted to mention that part of the reason I chose this week to air this episode is that I think it fits perfectly between finding a sense of purpose and recovering a sense of abundance because we are able to see with our astrology charts what is possible for us and also by finding our cosmic calling a way that we can make money in an aligned way. So I really hope you enjoy this chat as much as I did. Welcome to Spirit Crumbs, Natalie. Hello, thank you so much for having me. I have been following you for so long, and now I'm so excited to get to have this one-on-one chat with you. Yay, me too. So today, we're going to be talking about how you can find your cosmic calling through your birth chart, and we're going to dig into my chart to help me see if I'm on the right path. It's kind of a selfish thing. I know when I first found mine, it was really difficult for me to know where to start and like what pieces were significant and what pieces were maybe for more advanced readers. Is there somewhere you like to start if you're trying to decode one? Yeah, that's a super great question because I think a lot of people get turned off by the learning curve. But there's just like a slight learning curve right in the very beginning. And if you just stick with it, eventually it'll make so much sense. It's kind of like learning how to read a clock when you were younger. 
and how it might have been really confusing at first. And you're like, oh, I think I'll just go digital. I feel like all the kids these days got off easy because everything's digital now. (laughs) So So it's kind of like that where you're really looking. It is kind of like a watch in a way or a clock because it's like circular and the planets move around it in certain directions, but you're tracking the path of several different types of energy over the course of time. So I think it does really help to just start with one point at a time because each one of them is like a piece of information. So it's like a stream of data that you can get to understand your soul blueprint. And you can imagine how complicated we are and how complicated life is here. So there's so much to it and you could pretty much go down a bottomless rabbit hole learning about it. But the truth is that no one has ever actually mastered astrology. So I think people kind of go into it thinking like, oh, I'm not good at this. And like some people are really good at it. But it's just like taking the time to dive in. So I always like to say to start with your sun sign. The sun is like the circle with the dot in it. And that's your life force energy. So that's what you really get the most fueled up by it's how you express yourself the best creatively so you'd want to look on your chart and see first of all which zodiac sign your sun is in and that is going to tell you how you can best channel your energy out into the world like the sun shines so bright and so like all the planets go around it in the sky so that's why that's definitely where you want to start you can also look and see which house it's in and the house is basically the context. So the sign is the energy and the house is how that energy is channeled onto the earth. And we do that in different ways. So we have different houses, different signs, different planets in different areas. And that's what makes us all so incredibly unique. All of our astrology charts are really special and really different because there's so much information you can gain from it. So your sun sign, your moon sign, which is your inner world, your emotional landscape, your fulfillment, your security, and then your rising sign are kind of like the top three that most people probably kind of know about or they've heard about. And your rising sign is your role here on earth. So that is the work that you're physically meant to do for a living. And it's your identity and the first impression that people get of you. So those are just like three points and that can unlock a crazy amount of information that can help lead you down the right path to feeling in alignment and happy and fulfilled. And then it just like goes on and on from there. So we can start there and then go on as you feel ready is what I recommend. That's such a good place to start. I agree. I feel like once you know those three, it's kind of like a bigger picture of who you are. In terms of career, obviously you are a career astrologer. I know very little about the details of astrology, but I have been wondering if like the 10th house in my chart, I think mine's in Scorpio. And if you could give an idea of like maybe how that would show up in terms of career. Yes. So that would be my next step after your rising sign. I'd go to your career line. And then those four points would actually make up what I like to call your cosmic calling. And the career line 
is the desired outcome of your work. So it's the reason why you do the work you do. It's like, this is the difference you want to make in the world. So for most of us, that's going to be towards the very top of our chart. So it's the like shooting for the moon in a way. It's like you're trying to be the best you can be and shine your light the brightest you can. And that's where that comes into play. I always get confused because like the MC and the IC and those things are not something I'm super familiar with. I just know my 10th house is in Scorpio. Yeah. So it's also called your MC or your midheaven. MC stands for medium coli, which means middle of the sky in Latin. So that's kind of like, there's so many ways like you can talk about things in astrology. So I think that's another reason why people get confused and it's kind of like selective learning and just like zooming into one thing at a time and kind of deciding for yourself what feels important to you as you go through. Yeah, that totally makes sense. At different times, I have done that even myself with astrology, where like all of a sudden I'll be looking at my rising sign and reading all about it. And then I'll be looking at the career line. And then after that, what would be the next place you would go? Like once you have a general idea of like your why for what you're doing? Where else might you look to see what you might be best suited for? So that's when we start to go to Mercury. Mercury is your mindset. It's what you like to think about. It's what you like to talk about. So it's also your communication style. And that helps understand what kind of frequency you're on. What do you want to be surrounding yourself with as far as like the information you're consuming and transmitting in your world? So for people who are trying to find their calling, it's super important to help you nail down your interests. And then from there, I kind of like get inspired. I try to go in order. So I might start with your Mercury and then just go around the wheel from wherever your Mercury is, just kind of seeing where things are at. You start to form a bigger picture of like patterns that keep coming up. So you could have a planet in a sign that's totally different from another one. And it can be saying kind of the same thing in a way. So it's reinforcing this vision of what your calling is as you keep peeling back each of the layers. I love thinking about it as layers too. I think that helps because then it makes it a little less overwhelming. Like you don't need to go right to the core right away. You can just do a layer at a time and kind of digest it. Yeah, like reading a book, you don't just, most people don't just like skip to random chapters. You would like go one page at a time, you know? Exactly. If we're looking at my chart, what would you say are the points that would stand out the most? Yeah, great question. So we can apply this formula to a real person. And for you, you have your son in Capricorn in your first house of identity, authenticity, and leadership. So that's how you express yourself the best is through being a mentor and a teacher, somebody who creates a path that other people can follow to achieve a really practical goal. So it's kind of like on your own life, you're seeking to find the best way to reach your goals. And then you find what works for you and you pave a path that people can follow as if like you're climbing a mountain and you're like, here, these are the steps to take to climb this mountain and get to the top. I love that. That definitely resonates. I feel like I am kind of always doing things my own way. I've learned the rules really well, and then I just decide where I'm going to break them. <laughs> yeah, you are here to set the rules. So you're kind of like looking at other people's rules, and you're like, hmm, here's a better way. <laughs> I love that. 
Yeah, and you have a ton of Capricorn, so this is going to be extra strong for you. You have Neptune in Capricorn. You have an asteroid called Pallas Athena, which is your soul's greatest inspiration in Capricorn, <laughs> your rising sign, and your Mercury there. So it's like really mega triple. <laughs> what I don't know what five would be, but you have five points in Capricorn, so it's a really big deal for you. That's so funny. I say this all the time. Oh, like I have like a really strong, like masculine Capricorn energy. (laughs) And like, I don't think people realize how much I mean that when I say it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You like things to be a certain way. And like, you are meant to be an authority figure. So like that definitely plays into why you are the way you are about like needing things to be a certain way, a certain path, because you're here to achieve big things. You're super, super ambitious. You're like the teacher of the teachers. So of course you're going to hold yourself to higher standards than most people would. That definitely resonates too. I like have to be like on the Dean's list. If I'm going to do something, I have to know that I'm going to be good at it. And that can be also a bad thing sometimes. <laughs> so it keeps me from doing things that are just more spontaneous. Yeah, definitely. It has its pluses and minuses <laughs> at times. But it's really funny because your definitely. moon sign, the next point is your emotional landscape, like I mentioned. So it's like who you really are on the inside is actually the opposite sign. So your moon's in Cancer in your seventh house of relationships and one-on-one work. So even though you have this very strong Capricorn presentation, like how you behave and how you show up is very Capricorn, on the inside, you're actually like a very sentimental, very caring, protective. You have like a deeper emotional, kind of more maternal side of you inside. So it's not just about like success and achieving the next level, but you actually like genuinely care about the people you're helping along the way. And you do your best work when you're mentoring one person at a time and going really deep with them and holding their hand through this path that you have created for them. I'm kind of awkward sometimes in like a larger group setting, but on one on one, I really do like to dive deeper. Yeah. It's like where so much of your happiness comes from, even in your personal life, like having a best friend or a partner or like you going to a healer and you letting yourself be held or coached is like really meaningful for you. Yeah, definitely. I feel like it does balance out that Capricorn a little. (laughs) Yeah, definitely all the way. And because you have the opposites, it means you're born on a full moon. So that means like you actually thrive in chaotic situations. And so you like, you can do well with someone who's really in a crisis. You'll know exactly what to do and you can be very level-headed about like doing the right thing. Yeah, that also is very true. I've talked about it a few times, I think on my podcast, I have this pattern where I'll be like doing everything and kind of stable. And then all of a sudden I'll turn my entire life upside down and I like thrive in that energy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that comes from other points on your chart too, like your Jupiter's and Aries. So you do thrive on like the newness and the freshness and like you just want to feel like you're alive sometimes. So you might actually (laughs) like really surprise people. That is true. Another thing that breaks up the Capricorn energy for sure. 
Yeah, exactly. So there's so much to us. We're not just like one energy. It's kind of like knowing when to pull out these different sides of yourself and apply them to certain areas of your life to become a whole balanced expression of your spirit and your energy. So that's what astrology is really measuring is your energetic frequency and like where you're going to feel the most aligned in your life and your work and it really extends to like everything in life you can do like where you're meant to live like planning your life so it's like very extensive like just kind of depends how far you want to go with it yeah definitely I guess whatever you're focusing on at the time kind of determines where you're going to look at your chart in some ways If you're looking at long-term, like I know you mentioned that you would look at your career line for like your why and like what I guess motivates your career. Would that be something like mine's in Scorpio? So what would that be? Yeah. So we would tie this into your rising sign. So your role is to create the path, be the mentor, be the teacher, be the authority on a subject, be the expert. But the reason for that is so that you can help people transform their lives, starting from being in a dark place and coming out through the tunnel into the light and realizing you don't need to be stuck anymore. So it's really about like empowering people to change their lives. That resonates so deeply. I, I don't know if you've looked back at my podcast titles, but I have ones that are like, processing endings and like I live for Scorpio energy like I just love transformation (laughs) yeah concrete and crystals I was thinking about that too like yeah concrete I don't know if you have a story behind it but it's like concrete seems like it's so cheap and like not that pretty and then crystals are gorgeous and so meaningful so yeah that's so interesting too I've always liked rocks in every kind of form but I'd like there's like the gritty just everyday concrete and then there's crystals that seem to have this like magical power when like it's all rock it's all from the earth it's all energy and I just love how there's so many ways to look at it yes yeah exactly and it's funny because Scorpio is also about like alchemizing things into new forms so it could be like an object or it could be a person or really anything it's like coming to it's like yeah completely rebirthing something in the world yes Yes, rebirth. I love that. It's another term that I talk about all the time. One of the other points that keeps coming up to me is the North Node in Pisces and wondering how that might come into play in like a career or like cosmic calling. Yes. So your North and South Nodes are basically like your path of destiny. Your North Node is kind of like your North Star in a way, although it's not even like a physical object. It's a mathematical calculation if we're being like super accurate but (laughs) your north node is basically like your path of evolution so it helps you manifest the things you want into your life much faster because it helps you raise your vibration so for you with your north node in pisces you're here to become more soft and like surrendering to the experience of life and being less self-critical because your south node in Virgo is always the opposite, is about kind of like being a little too detail-oriented and being like a little bit too obsessed with things being a certain way and needing to kind of like control things. 
Whereas your North node in Pisces is like, it's all going to work out. Like trust in the bigger picture. Everything happens for a reason. And learning to have more grace within yourself, but also for other people and just have faith. I love that. It's funny because my whole life, I've kind of had that feeling like things are just going to work out. It takes a lot to make me really panic. So I guess that could be part of that just sureness that it's all going to be okay. Yeah, you have like a very strong energy on your chart that you're in charge of your own life, too. So it's always interesting because whenever anyone says anything about their life, I can like see exactly where it is on their chart. <laughs> like you can go really crazy with this. But yeah, you, you trust in yourself. You can trust in your ability to turn something around or to control something or handle something. So that does help you go with the flow a little bit more because you know like you have the power to handle whatever comes your way. I definitely feel that. I feel like I... I don't think I've ever really felt like I didn't have control, even when things seemed out of control. I guess that's, again, going back to that chaos <laughs> that I'm kind of comfortable with. I feel like you're an when... old soul. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I do feel like that. I feel like I'm like, I've done this a million times. It's fine. <laughs> Nothing really terrible could really happen. It's all going to work out. Yes. We need you here. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I feel like that's a gift that you have to be able to obviously like know when somebody's talking about an aspect of themselves, where that comes from, I guess, patterns too, like you were saying before, things that you probably pick up on really quickly as well. Yeah, it's actually in my chart that pattern recognition is one of my like creepy skills. And it's true, like I can go <laughs> down like this rabbit hole in my mind thinking of symbols sometimes, so. Yeah, it is. It is like something that anyone can learn astrology because it's like very technical. It's laid out on paper. If you can learn math, you can learn astrology seriously. But there is like an intuitive ability that also builds with time. It's kind of like how people sometimes use tarot cards to hone their intuition and learn how to like work on their psychic ability. You know, like some tarot readers, they look at the card, but they don't even talk about it. They'll just like it opens something up for them. That's kind of how yeah. astrology can be as well. It can like open the door for your intuition because it is kind of like a psychic reading, but it's like through symbols instead and feelings and energies. So it's interesting. It definitely is. And I was thinking too, I know in my chart, I have a lot of energy in certain houses. And I was just wondering too, like how that shows up in your life, because I know I have some houses that have nothing in them and then some that have a lot. Is there a way that that really presents itself? Yeah. So the houses are, again, your areas of life. So it's like the context. So it can show you which areas of life are more important for you to work on in this lifetime. A lot of times there's energy concentrated in a certain house. That's going to be a really big life focus area for you like your first house is a big deal so identity authenticity leadership your 12th house is a kind of a challenging area for you to be focusing on and that's your spirituality and your connection to the unknown and other realms and like working through limiting beliefs from past lifetimes is a really big theme of that i yeah. to get chills <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely where a lot of actually my energy goes is in those areas. So that actually makes a lot of sense. 
Yeah. And so a lot of us are going to look at our chart and we're going to see there's houses that have nothing in them and we're going to wonder what's going on. (laughs) And that just means that it's just not a big concentrated area for you. It's probably going to go pretty like average in your life. It's going to be pretty streamlined. You're not going to have to worry about it a lot or you're just not going to be interested in it as much as the other areas. It's a physical representation that you can actually see too. You can be like, okay, these are the areas. If you're going to start somewhere, I guess, looking at the houses, the ones that are packed are probably the good ones to start with. (laughs) Yeah. It just helps narrow down what your soul came to learn because there's so many things we can learn here. Why do you think we keep coming back like so many times? Because you just can't master it in one lifetime. So this is kind of like what you chose to work on. This is like your assignment in this life. So it's like you can just put your head down and get to work instead of like trying to do all the things all the time. Yeah, that's true. It makes it a little less overwhelming if you're like, okay, instead of having 12 areas that I have to focus on. Maybe there's like three or four that are really important. Yes. And the planets in the sky are going to circle around your chart. So you will have every life area triggered over the course of time. And so like you will get a chance to find balance in every area, even if it's not like your main focus right now. That is comforting because I think it would be kind of boring if we didn't do a little bit of everything. Obviously, we want to have a balanced life. Yeah, exactly. It's like you can spend all your time channeling all day, but like what about your bills and what about your body and your health, right? So it is really helpful that like this mechanism is built in to help us stay in equilibrium as much as we can. I know like it's a hard balance to keep, but the planets are kind of like set up to support us in that, which is really cool. Yeah, I feel like that is such a good point because there are times when I feel like I am all in like my 12th house for too long. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wait, I'm a human. There's no doors. I could go <laughs> and like take a walk or something, maybe and pick it up a little. Yeah, other humans. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was thinking a little while ago about how when I'm looking at other people's charts, because sometimes I'll look at like friends and family. I'll see that there's areas where maybe we have like opposite areas that are lit up or that are a focus. Do you look at like looking at my chart and like my business's chart? Would you look at maybe areas where we might be more compatible? Yeah, it's actually really interesting when you like see in people opposites because opposites really do attract And so you often find people who like complete you in areas that you don't have. So that's one thing. But with your business, when you're comparing your chart with your business's astrology chart, what you're actually looking at is the reasons why you started your business. So you will see what actually triggered you to bring it out into the world. And you'll also be able to see the role that it has in your development as a soul. So it's like really deep. I look at it more as like your chart is more important than your business. But if you're working on a business project and you're trying to plan out like that as its own separate entity, that's when you can use the business chart to lay out like branding and like your business plan and your offerings and things like that. But you still want to make sure it is going to be in alignment for you because you're the actual person here with the sole mission. That definitely makes sense. I feel like even just the few pieces that you've pulled out have been so helpful. 
And I know that you have a book that is going to be launching in the new year. And I would love to hear about how that book is laid out and how people can use that to find their cosmic calling. Yeah, so the book is basically what I've been talking about today. It helps you go through every part of your astrology chart one by one. It's called Find Your Cosmic Calling, a guide to discovering your life's work with astrology. So you'll be able to actually go through your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, and all the planets and a couple of asteroids in a very simple way. It's really broken down into like these smaller blurbs. So it's kind of like a choose your own adventure book because you only really need to read the ones that are applying to you. And then you can turn around and use it to help other people and learn more about like the other people in your life too and what makes them tick and how you can support them in their dreams and their calling too. I actually love that. I love that you have that as uh, an inspiration in there, having a way of being able to connect with others more. Is that something that you enjoy doing? Obviously you do this for a living, you like connecting with other people, but do you do that in your own life? Yeah. Oh my goodness. It was such a healing process for me. When I first discovered astrology, I did of course read everyone's chart. I was like birth details, stat everywhere I went. (laughs) I, yeah, I read my parents' charts and that was so helpful for me because like, I don't always have the best relationship with my family. And I think a lot of us can say that. And so, or we have our moments, right? So Being able to really see how someone is wired, like they literally cannot help how they are. This is just like who they are. And you have to just learn how to cater to that a little bit sometimes. And you'll have a better relationship with each other too. And it's cool. Like if they're open, you can tell them about your chart and they can understand you better. Not everyone's open to it yet, but I think like the world would be a better place if we could see each other's soul blueprints and like really understand where we're coming from. That is such a good point. And I think that in terms of relationships and even in business, if you have a few people you work with really closely, if you can get to know what their chart is, even in a working relationship, I feel like that would show up really strongly if you were able to actually complement each other. Yes, I looked at the charts of everyone I've hired and put them in like the right (laughs) role for their astrology chart. Of course, like you wouldn't expect anything less. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I feel like that is also really empowering for them too, because then you kn- they know that they're in a role that they can really succeed in and grow from. Yeah. And they're being supported too. I can't help it. I'm like always coaching everyone everywhere I go. Cause I also have five points in Capricorn. <laughs> I love that. And do you feel yeah. like that is why you, you have such a focus on careers and in building a business? Absolutely. Yeah. As soon as I read my chart, I realized I needed this to be super practical and very proactive. And I feel like our career is a key to a better reality, like not just because you make more money, but it's because you spend so much of your time and energy doing. So if your work raises your vibration, then you're raising the vibration of the world and you're just doing it by being you and doing what you love. So come on, that's like the best way we can save the world over here. That's such a beautiful perspective. I really, really love that. And something else that came to mind as you were talking about that is the community that you have now, because I feel like that is another opportunity for people to come together and really explore this. 
Would you be able to talk a little bit about what that is and how people can benefit from it? Yeah, so I wanted to create something that would be really accessible so that more people can learn astrology for themselves because I don't have a ton of time open to do like one-on-one sessions all the time. So I wanted to create a resource that would be like something you can go through on the journey of discovery to just go deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole into your chart. So if you read the book and you really enjoy it and you want to go deeper, it just continues peeling back the layers, not only of yourself, but how to actually like practically use astrology in your daily life and your planning. So little things like working with the sun season and understanding what your focus is meant to be this month and just being able to look at a calendar of astrological events and tie it up to what you're planning for the month is just like kind of being more in sync with the flow of the universe. So it's called the Cosmic Calling Community. It's at soulshineastrology.com slash community. And that's where you can learn more and you can like dip in and out too. So it's not like super expensive. It's just kind of a membership where you come in and learn and see how much you can put your life in greater alignment with what you're meant to do and share. That is beautiful. And I really just have to say, I love the cosmic calling as I know it's your podcast. And I just feel like that title is such a great summary of what it actually is you help people with. I feel like it ties in too, because mine is called spirit crumbs, which is my way of like leading people to the cosmic calling, I guess. It's like all of the little pieces that get you there when you're just on the path. And I was just wondering if you had any spirit crumbs of your own that you'd like to share of maybe something that's brought you closer to your cosmic calling. Yes, I love it. Oh my goodness. So I'm a double Pisces And Pisces is a lot about dreaming and dreams. And that's actually one of my other gifts, I guess you could call it, as I have like a very rich dream life. And it was about two weeks before I asked myself, what if I just became an astrologer? I hadn't even like entertained the thought yet, but I had this dream that I was standing in front of my French class and there was like a big, I don't even know what they call it anymore. Like it was projected onto a board a circular chart and I was the one in front of the classroom like pointing at the chart and like teaching people about the chart when I woke up the next morning I'm like what is that circular wheel like I don't even know what that was and of course two weeks later I got into astrology and it's a circular wheel so it's really cool how it was kind of like telling me I'm here to share a language kind of like French but it's energetic Oh my gosh, that is amazing. I was actually just talking earlier today about how I've had dreams more strongly lately. So I love that that's something that has led you closer to your calling. And do you feel like that's a strength that you have as well? Just like following those spirit crumbs? Yeah, definitely. Like when you asked me about spirit crumbs before I came on the show, I'm like every day, all day, it's just (laughs) like endless crumbs. (laughs) I love that. I feel like I love every time I talk to someone who is similar in that way, because I know there's people in life that just are like, oh, that's just a coincidence or like, yeah, no, that only happened because you wanted it to happen and those kinds of things. But I'm like, no, it isn't. I follow every crumb that I get and I'm always curious about them. So I always love hearing what other people are too. (laughs) 
I think when we tune into a higher frequency, everything is symbolic. There might be accidents, there might be things that didn't go your way, there might be like little things that didn't quite go to plan, but the overall big milestones I really feel are set up to support us through our soul learning. So we got to just be more receptive because the universe knows more than we do. Exactly. Like, I don't know how people think they know more than the universe. Like, how is that even possible? (laughs) I just want to say that I really, really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me about this and to share more about how people can find their own cosmic calling. And if they wanted to connect with you, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, so you can find out more about my work at soulshineastrology.com or find me on Instagram at soulshineastrology. Thank you so much for being on Spirit Crumbs, Natalie. Thank you so much. It was so fun. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs. Or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.